0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship show. Hopefully everybody's doing okay. Everybody is, you know, doing well and I know the weather here in the Midwest has been sort of winter's coming in, you know, cold air, cold temps are coming in and it's hard to keep our butts wide awake. So anyways, going to be talking about, of course, shared or private, what is your rules for a relationship. And there's a lot of people that have questions and they have issues. Greg, oh my God, she won't share her password. She won't, he won't let me see his phone when I want shared location, that type of situation. So I'm going to give my professional insights and it might not be necessary what you think, but we're going to go after of what is happening and what is going on, um, right after this. Okay. So Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the Art of Relationship Show. Welcome back to the Art of Relationship Show. I'm your host, as always, uh, Greg Doszynski, fully licensed professional counselor and relationship and sex specialist have been for over two decades now. Yeah, woohoo! I am old, right? No hair. Oh, we got someone on TikTok. Losing physical attraction to your partner. This is one that I deal with often, okay? And I'll get to that in a little bit if I can, and, you know, everybody assumes it's men losing attraction for women. Oh, hell no. And I believe this might be uh, a lady talking about losing attraction to the partner. And this goes with same-sex relationships as well. And I'm going to, let me write that down so I don't forget, um, you know, losing attraction, okay? And- that's a big thing. And a lot of people look at, oh, it's what's inside, what's not. But most people, you know, when it comes down to it, most people don't want to wake up in the morning and go, you know, get scared, right? And attraction is very subjective. As most people know, I'm short, I'm bald, right? So a lot of ladies are not into short dudes, right? So I climb that ladder, right? No. But you look at that situation going into, um, know, what the context of today's show is about, you know, what is private, what is shared in a relationship, and I'm going to get back to um, our kids in a very relation, you know, very, very, um, very soon, okay? Now, we look at partnerships and relationships are those two different intentions, okay, terrific. And those situations, when you look at, are they, <laughs> no, I love the questions. Keep them coming. I'm going to try to get to them. And I usually do a, on TikTok alone, I usually do a Q&A outside of the show, but I'm going to incorporate it into today's show. And I love the questions. Please hit me up, you know, whatever. Uh, I love it and share, throw your comments, questions down below as well. People listening on other platforms on Facebook and on YouTube, And uh, on LinkedIn as well, live. So we look at, you know, partnerships versus relationships are those two different intentions? And um, let me answer that quick, okay? And we look at, now you're looking at relationships. Are you looking at family relationships? Are you looking at romantic relationships or, you know, business partnerships? our business relationships. So you have to look at how do you define those? And everybody tries to look at for, you know, reality, they do a Google search, what this means, what that means. I tell people in my office um, here in Metro Detroit, when I'm dealing with this situation, you need to be able to identify and you need to be able to specify and clarify what a relationship means to you. Are you in a, you know, say romantic situation? Are you just, friends with benefits, are you hooking up? You know, so you have to look at what does that mean? And there are relationships, romantic relationships, they're in together and you look at those situations as far as, um, you know, what are the boundaries? What are the rules? And there are people that are in a relationship and they also have a business partnership, be it, you know, they're flipping homes, you know, real estate. Maybe they have some other, you know, content creation Business, that type of element going on. So, you need to specify exactly what are the rules of that partnership or what that relationship is. Is it romantic? Is it just friendship? Is it a business partnership? And that's where you need to go with it, right? Because a lot of things can be convoluted. One person, and it's, you know, men, women, it doesn't matter where they're just, you know, it could be just, oh, it's sex and that's it. But, you know, we're not in a partnership, we're not in a relationship. So you need to define, number one, what you want, what you're looking for, and be able to have that conversation with that person and be open and honest. I'm not about people going sideways and lying and running game on somebody else. I want people to be legit and be open and be honest with that person, no matter if it hurts their feelings or not. That's not your intention. So um, you need to be open and honest. So hopefully that can answer your question. And it, great questions. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I believe that's where the privacy debacle—oh, debacle—ooh—comes into play. And I, I, love that question. That's where we look at, you know, what is private and what is shared. You know, number one, are you in a exclusive relationship? I'm going to look at that. Okay, are you in an exclusive relationship, or are you just in a um, friends with benefits situation, or a dating situation where you're non-exclusive? So those change. My rules and my professional take on uh, boundaries and about par- privacy and what are shared. Okay, so if you're in a committed relationship and we can look at you just started dating an exclusive, again, you set up the rules. A lot of people want me to come in and you know I'm not politically correct. Okay, not at all. <laughs> so I look at the situation about you know people make up their own rules. Let's. It shouldn't be me. It shouldn't be another professional. It shouldn't be their mama, their dad, their brother, sister. You live your life. And I want you to make up your rules, what works for you, what doesn't when it comes down to privacy and shared aspects in your life, okay? And it's like, oh, your partner wants to know everything. What's going on? Oh, I just went to the bathroom. There, I told you. no. I'm not about people micromanaging everybody or the partner in their life because it's going to come across as very controlling and it's going to come across that you are being a mother, a father type figure, that type of thing. And it comes across as one has power over that other person. No. Now, even in an exclusive relationship or in a marriage situation, We have to look at, do those rules change if somebody cheated? Absolutely. And my professional advice, when somebody, say, cheats or there's a betrayal, we have to look at what happened, what caused it, not excusing or condoning it, was the remorse and guilt and a commitment to not do it again, and part of that commitment is earning that trust back. So when it comes to, well, I'm not sharing my phone, I'm not sharing my email passwords, I'm not sharing my location, and you just cheated. Well, what are you gonna do to earn that trust back? So somebody you know, looks at, you don't have to do anything, right? But that doesn't mean trust is gonna be earned back, and that doesn't mean that relationship is gonna survive. That might tell that person that you cheated on let's be honest, that you don't really care. You don't want to work to earn that trust back. You don't want to do anything. You just want to blow it off and live your life as without even earning that trust back. And my question is, why is that person even wanting to be with you to begin with? So what are you going to do to earn that trust back. And that's part of looking at, you know, going through your phone, maybe email aspects, social media, that type of aspect. And then you look at, did you lose your right to sort of privacy because you cheated? You betrayed that trust. And it also could be that betrayed of trust also could be, you know, maybe you're talking to someone you shouldn't be talking to. And some people view cheating or, you know, That it's just sexual. No, it could be talking, it could be emotional, definitely, you know, physical, a one night stand, oops, that type of situation, or it's, you know, more integrated where it's more you're falling in love with somebody or fell in love with somebody and it's sexual. It's all that aspect. So you need to be able to look at what happens and you need to be able to understand uh, the boundaries of that. Okay. Say no cheating <clears throat> no betray of trust comes in, and there are situations, and I've dealt with, uh, individuals that there's been no cheating, no trust issues, and one person will call, um, every five minutes, every ten minutes, literally, and their partner is at work, and I got bashed about certain things on a Google review. I think it. it I'm honest. I'm real. Right. So it was a Google review. I got bashed on. I think it was the only one. And I'm humbled. I'm very thankful um, because I called this individual out and asked if this individual, you know, if they're getting the help and all this for insecurities and those type of things. Because when you're calling somebody every five minutes, 10 minutes, trying to look for everything, that's a control aspect even if your intention is not that it's going to come across as controlling is it out of insecurities and you need to work on that okay now if your partner caused those insecurities caused the trust issues then they have to eat that and they have to understand that but people still have to work and you know make money make a living so you have to look at what works for the relationship as a whole and the person that was you know betrayed and crushed, that type of situation. So when it comes to, um, you know, phones, let's face it, everybody has them. I have them, that type of situation. When it comes down to uh, shared or private situations, you know, what do you share? What do you not share? That type of situation. Again, every individual, every couple needs to decide what their rules are for that relationship. I don't decide that I can throw out my professional, you know, opinion, my professional insights and to help you and look in at that. And if there's no betrayal trust or anything that's going on, um, my rule of thumb is if you got nothing to hide, what's the big deal? Oh, here's my phone. Here's your phone. But there's a lot of people will yell and scream, Greg, he's not my dad. She's not my mom. You know, I hear it in my office almost on a daily basis. And my question is, if you got nothing to hide, what's the big deal, right? Let, let's be open and honest. And some people, you know, is it a matter of a control thing or is it just a matter of they want that safety and uh, realize, you know, what's going on, and a lot of people might have baggage and might be traumatized from a prior relationship that got cheated on, right, that never had a clue, and then they found out they got cheated on, and they they don't heal that, and they bring that into another relationship, and all of a sudden, you know, oh, let me see your phone, let me see this, this happened to me. Well, this had nothing to do with, um. It had nothing to do with you or your new relationship. Oop, let me adjust. So we have to look at that um, element in underground media. Hey, being um, overbearing, even if it's isn't a control thing, can cause resentment in your partner. Oh, absolutely. Um, can you pin a comment now? Tap a comment to pin. Moderators can do this. Too. Oh, you know what? That is a good question because I need to. Be able to check on that. And I appreciate that insight. Um, So you look at, you know, with underground media, I definitely appreciate um, that question as well as the other uh, insights that I got at the beginning of the show. Um, It can build resentment. It can look at, if you have insecurities, you know, like I said, it could be based from people that you got cheated on in your past and you haven't healed and you're assuming your new person is, you know, hiding or going to cheat on you. Number one, it's not fair because they didn't do anything to deserve, you know, that breach of trust. They did not do anything to cause you to not trust them. You get me? And I get it. It's hard, but that's not them that they have to keep reassuring you. That's the work you have to do, and that's where um, an individual underground media mentioned about being able to, you know, that builds resentment. Hey, you don't trust me. I'm not doing anything wrong, and there's a lot of relationships that will cease because of that, and then the person that didn't have the trust or that's always, you know, paranoid about that person doing something wrong or cheating or that type of situation, oh, you broke up with me because you must have cheated. You must... No, it had to do with you, you know, in the resentment building up. It had to do with you trying to control me, like saying you calling me and I'm at work and you're calling me ten, every 10 minutes. How come I didn't call you back? I'm in a meeting. I'm in this, um, that type of situation. And then they wonder why that person broke up with them. So that's a good point and a good comment, right? And, um, they say I can tap it and connect. I'm trying on, uh, know, trying to uh, connect that type of situation. So I got to figure that out. Um, You can pin a comment now. Tap the comment to pin. Moderators can do this too. Okay, cool. Well, I'm a moderator, but I'm going to check it out. Going back on the other formats, um, when you look at those situation again, you know what? Are your insecurities justified? If they're not, Then you have to look at what's going on. And if you have nothing to hide, can you show your phones? Can you show your passwords? That type of situation. Like I said, if you have nothing to hide, no big deal. We all know trust and respect. I promote this that trust and respect have to be earned, right? And if that person is not doing anything, what is going on? Now, if you are, like I said, if you're dating, friends with benefit, the shared, the private situation is not going to be an issue. Let's be honest, right? Because, hey, why are you going through my phone? We're not even in an exclusive relationship. Then the boundaries for privacy, unless you don't care, again, it's your rules, okay? Not mine. You know, they're going to be a lot more wide open. You're not involved. You're not, well, you're involved, but you're not in a committed relationship. You get me? Um, Even a friends with benefit that type of situation, You know, would you have your mom go through your phone, your sister, your brother? No, you're not going to, right? So why would that be any different? But if you're in a committed relationship, then you have to look at, um, you know, what are the rules about going through phones, emails, that type of situation, okay? So you set up the rules and you set up the parameters about what's allowed, what's not allowed, what's going on. And like I said at the beginning, a breach of trust or something that you did to cause a breach in trust, cheating, talking to someone, that's going to change the aspect. And you need to earn that trust back if you want to remain in that relationship and to heal it. Then you need to eat shit for a while. And that, oh, yeah, you want to go through my phone? Yeah, here you go. And said, oh, my God, why you want to go through my phone again? I'm not. Well, because I can't trust you anymore. And this is part of earning that trust back. You get me? Okay. Now conversations, right? When you're talking about private situations and you're talking about shared aspect, well, what'd you talk about? We just talked about whatever. And this has come, well, does your person or maybe you, do you want to know every word that was mentioned because of insecurities or is it out of curiosity? Again, is it out of insecurities is it out of just being, oh, I'm just curious what you talk about. No big deal, right? And we can talk. oh my God, I saw this. This was funny. We're talking about a joke. You could be talking with a friend, talking about whatever, that type of situation, right? So you have to look at, you know, what is the intent when it comes to conversations? What is shared? What is private? And I never, ever promote people talking behind people's backs, okay? I had a client yesterday that called, had a quick question about this very situation, trying to talk to a friend, her partner's friend, trying to get help and insights to help that person in their relationship. And the other person got upset and ticked off about it. So these are conversations. Hey, what do you, if I can't talk to you, if I'm not getting any answers, what, what can I do with that? Do I just break up with you because you're not talking to me? Or can I go and get help? Again, I'm looking at, we can understand it might hurt your feelings because of pride, ego, or again, is the intent to try to help and try to get insights and try to help your relationship and help your person, or is it the intent to gain control and to soothe your own anxieties? So that's where I come across with you know the basis of my professional view and opinion on shared versus private conversations. That type of situation, okay. Again, talk about them. You know, set your boundaries. Set what you expect, what you don't expect from um, each situation. It's like I said, some people want to be up each other's booties all the time. Oh my God, if I don't hear from you, if you I text you or I call you and I don't hear back from you within five minutes, oh my God, what are you doing? You're doing something wrong, and they get read the riot act, right? And they get accused of all this stuff. And it's, it's been five minutes. So I, what? (laughs) Maybe I was on the phone with my mom, my boss, a client, that type of situation or whatever in a meeting. Maybe I was on the toilet, you know, that type of situation. Are you able to talk about it and what the rules are? Or is it trying to soothe your partner all the time? And like men uh, mentioned underground uh, media, mentioned. It can build resentment. Absolutely. It can build resentment. It can really annoy that other person, especially if they're not doing anything. They're going to start feeling like you're controlled, that you're, um, I, I'm trying to be the one to soothe your anxiety. Sorry, your anxieties trip them over my tongue again, trying to soothe your paranoia or trying to make you feel better versus when I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm assuring you I love you and you can trust me And I desire you, I'm showing you all that, but yet you're always questioning when nothing's going on. That can be very annoying and come across that you're being controlled and almost like a kid again, that, you know, your mother is trying to control you, your father's trying to control you, grandmother, whatever your situation was that you rose with, okay? So you look at those situations, what's going on now. Other conversations about, you know, what is shared, what's not shared when it comes to exes, right? Ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, ex-baby mamas, baby daddies, ex-wives. You know, when kids are involved, at least, oh, I don't have to tell you everything what's going on. You know what? I look at respect for the relationship. I look at respect for the marriage and relationship. Number one, hey, I just talked to the ex. You know, this is going on with the kid or whatever. We only talk about the kids, right? That was uh, a little word of advice, right? That you only talk about the kids. Now, if you're talking on a daily basis and your partner is looking at, hey, why are you talking every day? What's going on? You, again, boundaries and looking at what's shared and what's private. Well, if you don't tell your person, oh, I talked to you know, my kid's mom, my kid's dad today, that situation, that builds trust. you get me? If you keep that, well, I don't have to tell them. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It might not, but you're looking at building trust, maintaining trust, and building connection with your partner right now. So are you able to look at that situation? Are you able to look at... You know what? Hey, I want to build that trust. I want to, I have nothing to hide. So I want to be open and transparent, which I promote. Are you able to do that in that relationship when it comes to, you know, shared versus private entities? Okay. Now, another aspect I haven't touched on now is about shared locations, right? Well, your person said you were over there when you were over there, right? Is that a breach of trust or is that just something, you know, I ran to this store and they didn't have anything, so I had to run to this store, you know, you understand? Do you, can you talk about that? Is that a big deal or do you feel like you're being accused, being controlled, um, being chastised? Well, why didn't you tell me you, it was just two minutes I was busy, I ended up going to this store, or can you be transparent? Well, they didn't have this at this store, so I had to run over here, again, the rules are dictated by you and by your partner, by the couplehood. Okay, you get to decide what it comes down to, what the parameters are, what is shared in your relationship or marriage, what is not. And again, we're talking about exclusive romantic relationships. You know, when you're if you're just dating, you're not exclusive, or you're in a friends with benefits situation. The rules are gonna change, or my. Opinion. my professional advice is they're going to change, right? The more committed you are in a relationship and being married, that type of situation, that's where it comes down to where a lot more things are shared. Do you have to tell your partner everything, every single minute, every single word that was said during the day? No, not at all. And some of us, we can't talk about stuff, especially in my field because of HIPAA, because of privacy, right? Can't talk about that. So there's got to be that understanding and that boundary situation. And not everybody is in my field where, you know, HIPAA and you know, confidentiality is crucial. Absolutely. So people need to respect that. But most people, hey, I had this talk with my boss today. I had, oh my God, this coworker pissed me off. You know, you can talk about certain things and be transparent. The more transparent you are in the relationship and the more open and honest you are with the rules and boundaries when it comes to what is shared, what is not shared, you know, social media, phones, emails, certain conversations, locations. You need to be able to discuss these and set the parameters. That way it avoids any challenges coming forward, right? And that doesn't mean, you know, what works good for you today, a year, five years later, that that doesn't mean it will always work. Be flexible. You can change it, but you need to be able to talk and be transparent about what the rules are when it comes to shared information or content and what is kept private in your relationship, okay. So hopefully, these words of advice can help you. <clears throat> I know my voice, <laughs> my voice is going out. Um, I was in a, a, a cool event uh, yesterday downtown in Detroit and talking, maybe sharing some stuff. My voice is gone. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you check out the Art of Relationships show on YouTube, on Facebook. Other formats, Instagram, TikTok, they're watching live. Thank you so much. Just do a search for Love Guru Greg, G-R-E-G, and uh, the Art of Relationship Show. If you're listening just the audio version, it's on every listening platform under the Art of Relationship Show, okay? So peace and love to everybody out there. I hope everybody stays safe and let's keep promoting peace and love out there and let's get rid of uh, racism and hate. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.